Greetings, everyone. Thank you for joining and welcome to this episode of CIS Empowerment Radio, where our quest is to share knowledge that empowers in alignment with the fluid flow of life. I'm Raisa Darlene-Nazaire, and Sky will be joining us as co-host shortly. Tonight's discussion is how to start a CBD business. And while we are not quite all the way down on the ground floor, the CBD business is still on the cutting edge since the 2018 Farm Bill federally legalized hemp, uh, industrial hemp, and by extension, that includes hemp extract like CBD oils. What's truly amazing is that the projected market for CBD products, whether they be topicals, edibles, supplements, or whatever you can creatively imagine, is that the CBD industry is projected to hit over 20 billion in sales by 2023. And that is only in the United States. So why shouldn't we get in on this green rush and get our proverbial piece of the pie? Okay, so like any other business, and just letting some people into the Zoom meeting, like any other business, there are steps to go through, right? You got to write a business plan, you register your company, pick a name, register your company, open a bank account or other transactional account, um, you know the laws, you know the target market, except that um, the CBD industry right now is a little different because there's still a lot of significant regulatory considerations surrounding industrial hemp, and that even includes the ability to specifically state what CBD can do for you from a health benefits perspective. So our guest tonight, Allison Owens-Green, of cannabis plant C has been working in the healthcare field since she arrived from Jamaica, West Indies in the 70s. Allison is a serial entrepreneur who has earned a PhD in information technology management. Dr. Green, who is pioneering in cannabis business consulting, also serves as a subject matter consulting expert to all domains of integrated delivery of healthcare. She builds, designs, and develops healthcare software systems for clinical and revenue cycle areas, as well as develops workflow processes. Cannabis Plant LLC is her latest venture and reflects her quest to share information and knowledge that empowers. Allison, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Okay, we're going to start with the first question. I guess the obvious question is, how did you become an advocate for CBD? Um, well, I became an advocate for CBD because, uh, well, for many reasons. Um, one, because I wanted to create a second uh, revenue stream, but primarily because I work in healthcare. And so throughout my 30-something years in healthcare, I have seen a lot of things and it just motivated me to want to help people. Um, we live in a time where uh, insurance, uh, you know, our insurance laws have, um, are impacting the way that we're receiving care. We have uh, laws that are coming down the line uh, through healthcare called propensity to pay, 
which will impact the way that care is reimbursed uh, through, um, you know, when, when a person goes to the hospital or goes to the doctors. Um, so we pretty much just have to look at, start looking at ways and how are we going to better uh, manage our health um, as well as uh, creating additional revenue streams for ourselves, uh, which will ultimately help ourselves and other people. So the motivation for me was, of course, creating the second revenue stream and uh, also helping people. That's that. Those are my primary goals. Okay, that's amazing. Um, and then I'd heard on another show that you were into that uh, one of your children is dealing mm -hmm. with uh, bipolar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. And so to that end, um, you were also looking at CBD. Right. So I started to look at CBD after that process. So for nine or 10 years, we went through a, a very extensive process. He did too, because he suffered mainly um, with uh, the diagnosis and the treatment or lack of it thereof. So for nine years, uh, we actually witnessed how difficult it was for him to get the care that he needed. Um, and then once he got it, how difficult it was for, for it to be maintained, uh, simply because there are no longer any psychiatrists in our United States hospitals. So when a person has a manic episode, um, there really is no appropriate way to care for that person other than to send them to the emergency room, which in then turn, uh, if, if they don't, you know, get sent to jail, um, then in turn, they will, uh, you know, get sent to a mental, um, you know, uh, triage for probably, let's say, 72 hours, and then they're let go. And then there, of course, is the lack of adherence to it, medication, a lot of other complications that comes with mental health. So um, taking a look at that, um, that brought me to CBD, but actually my daughter, uh, one of my daughters, um, actually, you know, we discussed it. And after I looked at where I am in healthcare, how I can help people, how I'm helping people in healthcare, how can I, I can help them even more with a product that is um, unique and that has efficacy that um, that has been proven over time, then yeah, I will, I will do that. I also want to help other people create a revenue stream uh, because I've been involved in this for a while. Um, I've been going to a lot of uh, various events to educate myself on the process and there has been a severe lack of black representation in all of these uh, events. Um, I actually um, attended an event in Florida. Lots of people came, lots of information. Uh, people who were advocates from all around the country came. I think I literally counted maybe five uh, black people in the entire event. So I think that um, because of the stig stigma of, of marijuana, that people are taking a step back because they feel like, you know, they may be potentially termed as drug dealers. Right. So I'm just here to basically set the record straight. And to let people know that CBD is not a drug. It is very different from THC, though it does come from the plant. And, uh, and that they're missing out on a lot of potential revenue opportunities by not rethinking that. You know, that was one of my first questions for you. Why would we get into the CBD <clears throat> business? Why is starting a CBD business? And any future extension of that um, mm. with the legal marijuana industry so opportune at this time? So you mentioned that it's um, supplemental to your income or it could become your primary source of income. I think that's Absolutely. 
Mm -hmm. Definitely changing the dynamics on how we look at making money, as you said, because traditionally black people shy away from working in this area. And then there's the mind, body, spirit impact. Can you talk to that aspect of it more? <clears throat> well, there's a lot to talk about in that aspect. Uh, mind, body, and spirit. So uh, <clears throat> many years, uh, thousands of years, of course, marijuana has been uh, utilized. Um, I'm originally from Jamaica, so I know firsthand from living in Jamaica that um, <clears throat> Rastafarians had been using uh marijuana as a sacrament for many years um even though it was still considered illegal uh it has recently become decriminalized just like uh, most states in the united states have decriminalized marijuana not all but most and uh and so the spiritual aspect of it is that um there are uh there are native americans there are rastafarians they're just regular people um, yeah they're shamans they you know who do you have been and will be and are still utilizing um, you know, that as part of their uh, spiritual sacrament. And then, of course, you're looking at the physical aspect. You know, if you go into, you know, when you wake up every day and you go into a store, <clears throat> I won't call the obvious ones, but they're pretty big superstores around here. And when you walk in the store, what is the first thing that you see? You see the fruits at the front, and then you see all the packages lined up at the back. So you see about 95% of everything that's in the supermarket are probably processed foods. Everything is packed. Um, we live a lifestyle today where it's very difficult for people to um, cook, you know, maintain just the basic things that <clears throat> we as women need to maintain because we live, you know, a very fast life. You know, we have things going on. We're starting businesses. We have families. We have careers. You know, so, of course, it's always easy to just throw something in a pot and call it food. Right. Um, so, of course, this over, you know, the years have le has led to um, our uh, physical deterioration due to the foods that we're eating <clears throat> and uh so even though cbd is a oil that helps maintain homeostasis within the body um also making common sense dietary and exercise and other decisions that helps promote that stability you know plays a part in it as well um I'll let you go ahead. You seem like you're about to say something. I don't know. Just shaking my head in agreement. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So, you know, we spend our time, you know, eating a lot of processed foods and very rarely cook. Uh, I know, I don't know too many people that cook, I mean, wholesome food at home because they probably don't have time. And then, of course, there's money involved. So we spend so much time eating these processed foods. It's breaking down our bodies. It's causing disease states, you know, and it's ultimately... A reason why so what do we have to do I didn't start thinking about some things and said till I started getting older you know I turned what 57 I, I keep forgetting I'm not sure if I'm 57 or 58 I, I've forgotten now but ever since I the 50. yeah ever since I hit the 50s you know there are things that I've been experiencing from a physical standpoint um, that I never heard anyone talk about and if they did it was in a very limited capacity Mm -hmm. So needless to say, when things started to occur in my body, um, I'm like, well, maybe something's wrong with me only to find out that, no, I'm basically just part of the norm. Right. This is a conversation that people don't have. So I started to see the changes taking place in my body um, physiologically um, and also mentally. And uh, and I realized that I needed something to help 
uh, me maintain my homeostasis within myself because I have a very stressed responsibility. I'm starting a business. I also conduct contracts on the side, you know, designing systems. Uh, I have a family, I have children, I have grandchildren. So it's a lot to balance and juggle all of that. I'm sure all these women are men who are out there know what it is. You have to stay up at night. You have to work hard. So, you know, your body breaks down from giving so much, from not eating enough, from not eating well enough, you know. And so we now have to look at our bodies in a wholesome way. Doctors are. They've now started to look at people in a wholesome way in that they start to take into consideration your mind, your spirit, and your body. Uh, your body can be well, but if your mind is not well adjusted and it's not well, it doesn't matter how well your body is. Uh, so the whole aspect of CBD helps to bring your mind, your body, and spirit into a homeostasis in which you are remaining in a balanced state. Right. I saw a quote that said, uh, it came from actually Mount Sinai, the brain is about a symphony and CBD can bring the entire symphony into harmony. Right. It's very synergistic. So uh, when you take CBD, especially uh, when it comes to the um, full spectrum CBD, which incorporates the plant and all of its compounds and molecules um, uh, into your body, uh, into your bloodstream, then yes, you are then now activating these uh, endocannabinoids and they are then doing what they are designed to do because they are now bound to your receptors and your receptors recognize through your neurotransmitters that this thing that you have put into your body is bringing some type of release. The, the, the good part about uh, full spectrum CBD also is, and that's the product that um, I distribute also, is that uh, no matter if you use it on your, let's say you wanted to use um, full spectrum on your hair or on your skin, it doesn't matter what part of the body that you utilize full spectrum CBD because no matter whether you use it on your skin, your hair, or your fingernails, it is going to still penetrate into your body and still bound to those receptors and, and find whatever it is your, your body needs to be able to alleviate, whether it's stress, anxiety, pain. Uh, for some people, they may be uh, taking um, cancer treatments and uh, may have an uh, intolerance to chemotherapy. And so that is very helpful in uh, maintaining control. Um, also addiction, uh, drug addiction, uh, CBD has been proven and is still being proven through extensive research to uh, assist in uh, maintaining um, homeostasis even within the, uh, the body of a drug addict. So um, there are many benefits to it. Um, there's also many benefits to hemp. And uh, with hemp and CBD, and, and this is what I want people to know, because when you think of hemp, a lot of people just think of farm or a bunch of stuff that you're just growing just to extract this oil. Um, however, a hemp, industrial hemp, which um, was successfully removed off the of Schedule One uh, drug, um, is actually industrialized hemp that is beneficial in creating things from homes to cars to ropes to all different types of things that uh, makes for good investment, number one, and... Um, and, and fuel, you know, so you're looking at something that will never fail. This is something that we all are going to need until we're no longer here. And, uh, and so hemp uh, brings the benefit of having the, uh, of being decriminalized and, and, and being able to utilize it for uh, industrial purposes, uh, which will also bring a lot of other green jobs, um, as well as uh, for uh, bene therapeutic benefits as well. 
And I saw that there has been a lot of research in CBD with epilepsy and how effective it is with epileptic attacks, sclerosis, mm-hmm. chronic inflammation, depression, diabetes, rheumatoid arthritis, and you mentioned anxiety and opioid withdrawal. It just makes me think of how many products that are on the market that could be replaced by this one product. That, and one that is natural and actually works and has limited side effects. Well, you know, um, we take medication from the drugstores and they have many side effects, side effects that we don't even know about, side effects that we never take the time to read those very small file print when you go to the drugstore. I mean, for real, when you go to the drugstore and you get your medication, do you actually read the whole entire page of every single element or molecule that's within no you don't you may look at the basic instructions but the doctor said what he relate to the pharmacist correct to take it one q day uh as needed or as instructed so um with anything unless you examine the components of it you don't know what you're taking uh pharmaceutical companies have been providing offline drugs for a very long time which are drugs that are not uh, deemed, um, what do you call, approved by the FDA, so to speak, but nonetheless distributed. So uh, you never know this. It's not told to you by the pharmacist. You're simply given either the real thing or you're given a generic based on your ability to pay or based on your insurance. That's what you're given. Uh, CBD is just like anything else. Uh, You have to do your homework. You have to uh, investigate the components of what is within this thing, because you can go to any CBD store. And uh, if you have a job, let's say that is an important job that requires you to be drug free, then you certainly just don't want to go to a store and pick up CBD because if you get a drug test and you, it turns out that you're more than 0.3%, then you have now, um, you're now on the threshold of marijuana and then you have failed a drug test. So, Um, With our products, our products, though they're full spectrum, are approved by doctors, and also our products are actually endorsed by the NFL, by sports players who actually have to tax their bodies and go through extensive pain and who are utilizing it because of the fact that there are products which will, um, that may have trace uh, THC and may compromise a drug test. So understanding um, the difference between, you know, isolates and things such as um, full spectrum, uh, understanding the percentages of CBD as opposed to uh, what constitutes marijuana as a drug is important. Um, But once you get past those elements of things, uh, what people need to understand is that CBD is not a drug. CBD does not get you high, but yet CBD has shown and is proven to provide a lot of therapeutic benefits. You just mentioned yourself uh, about epilepsy. Well, uh, the government just created a uh, medicine called Epidolol, mm-hmm. which is $32,000 uh, for someone who has seizures. Now, I have a cousin uh, who has had seizures. He's had seizures since he was a child. And um, luckily for him, he has insurance under his mother's insurance. Uh, that won't last forever because once you get to a certain age, then, of course, you no longer have that insurance. So if that child uh, doesn't have a good job, 
like the parent does, let's say, um, how are they going to then afford their epileptic medication? Uh, because most of our children do depend on us and they do depend on our assistance. They do depend on our insurance. But once you become of age or 26 years old and you no longer have that insurance and you're just building your life, then, you know, what are you going to do? So there are just so many things that comes into play when you're looking at, you know, CBD. Again, uh, Epidolol is uh, epileptic medication they just released, $32,000. However, how many people can afford that? Um, insurance is not going to pay for, uh, for Epidolol, and yet the government is the one that released it, the same government that has uh, marijuana on a Schedule One. Uh, drug drug classification so there's a lot of hypocrisy uh in this in what's going on until it's straightened out for example if a patient wants to uh refer let's just say for medical marijuana they have to go through a doctor who will then have to uh provide a referral to the government the department of health who will then administer that so a lot of gray areas a lot of hypocrisy a lot of things going on but Nonetheless, it's a new industry and everybody is just basically uh, just trying to find their way, utilizing all the resources they can to find their way to navigate, navigate through those gray waters. Okay, so let's talk about how one would get started in a CBD business. Sure. So there are a couple ways to get started in the CBD business. Um, Of course, you know, as you mentioned, uh, and I don't take for granted that everybody knows this, so I always repeat it, is that you have to register a name. Uh, and uh, when you register a name, be careful. Well, I chose cannabis plant for a lot of different reasons. Uh, some people are very leery about choosing a name that has cannabis or CBD uh, in it um, for whatever their purposes may be. But whatever the case may be, choose a name that is appropriate for you and your company. And then, um, of course, you're going to have to get a business license. Uh, I found out, and this was uh, ad hoc when I went to obtain my business license, was that um, not only did I need a business license, I also needed a agricultural license. Uh, and even though I'm not, um, you know, farming hemp, and even though I'm not uh, selling directly from my home, uh, nonetheless, that is still a requirement. So I would definitely advise uh, people to check with their state, um, with their uh, licensing offices, to determine whether or not they will need a agricultural uh, license to be a CBD um, dropshipper distributor. Uh, the next thing is um, you would probably want to start looking around at some of, um, you know, these companies that um, are vendors uh, and that are looking for drop shippers. Now, drop shipping or distributing, uh, you can uh, look at drop shipping is that and distributing is basically the same, but there's a little bit of a difference. Uh, drop shipping, you can actually sell the product, but you don't actually house that product at your home or your home office or your office or your store. Uh, That product comes strictly from the vendor. So you would sign a contract with the vendor, basically stating that you are now a legitimate business and that you have the ability to now drop ship um, because you have a, uh, you know, a license. Um, Then of course uh, the drop shipper may have some requirements. Uh, Their requirements uh, are specific to their own. However, most of the basic ones that I've seen is that you would need to have a website. Um, you would need to be able to, um, of course, uh, 
you know, upload your products to that website. And then you would need to uh, set up that website. You would have to make a lot of determinations, the taxes in your state, things of that nature. And, uh, and then you pretty much start selling. It's not difficult at all. I think the most difficult part of it is, uh, number one, making sure that you live in a state that doesn't have, you know, banking practices that are still, I mean, we still have banks that are not really, um, you know, engaging, but there's some that as long as it's maintained as retail or wellness products, um, then that's distinctive for them. So right. uh, it's important right now to not mm-hmm. have cannabis in your in the name of your business because a mm-hmm. lot of people just look at the name and turn you down based on what they think <laughs> and because right. of questionable regulatory environment as well. Yeah, well, you know, just like everything else, we'll get through that. You know, it's new, yeah. so um, so yeah. so we'll get through that, and then everyone will start looking for a name that has cannabis or marijuana or something in it, or you know. So we'll get through it. We're just going through the first stages, you know. Again, as you know, you stated or we stated that, you know, because of the stigma around mar- marijuana is, is is why it is what it is. I mean, even with having a store, you know, um, starting a business, I personally didn't think that I would need a store because. Uh, CBD sells so well without just from word of mouth. Right. Another thing is people are very conservative about going into the store. They feel that they're going to cop a deal. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to uh, cop some drugs or something. And this is what people tell me. I was literally having a conversation the other day in a company. And I said to something to somebody, I said, oh, you probably just need some CBD. And they were like, oh, no, don't say that. And I said, say what? And they said, CBD. And I'm like, well, <laughs> you know, it's not a curse word. It's just three letters. And uh, you might, you know, want to uh, learn something about it. But, you know, again, people are, uh, has a stereotype, that stereotype around uh, marijuana that make, I mean, sorry, marijuana and medical marijuana and CBD because of the history of marijuana itself. So starting a business um, is going to be relatively easy, actually, because the CBD products sell very well. Uh, they sell very well for us. And for me, uh, with our distributors, there is a $10,000 um, uh, distribution license. However, you only pay $1,000 up front. And the company, uh, are so, the company is so, um, I guess, they're so confident that their product works that they don't even use your social security number to finance your uh, distribution license. Um, you can pay it, I think, in two or three installments uh, of the $1,000. Um, and then, of course, you know, you'll get your products. You'll also have a website that's part of it. And um, and then you get to selling. The good thing about it is that there are many opportunities in which you can distribute your products. You can distribute your products to, uh, you know, to uh, wellness organizations. And believe me, there are lots of them uh, to doctors, uh, a lot of doctors who may own their own practices because doctors who actually work under corporations are not allowed to even have that discussion. So most of the time, the doctor that you will be talking to is more than likely someone who owns his own practice. Um, so, uh, so let's yeah. talk a little bit more about the distributors, because one thing you certainly want to do is ensure that you've got a good distributor with good quality CBD oil. And um, you mentioned isolate versus full spectrum. If you mm-hmm. would talk a little bit more about what <clears throat> the difference is and um, also um, as I said, make, making sure that we find a good distributor out there and they do have varying payment plans. Some of them let you in for pretty much nothing down and then it goes up the scale. So 
you have to do and I, I i i would be cautious of the nothing down because a lot of times people want you to put nothing down and they give you what's called a commission for me i get half of everything there is no commission it's i get literally half of everything whatever i sell i get half and um and anybody that becomes a, a distributor that's that's primarily how that works <clears throat> okay mm -hmm. um, so so just to expand on that um, the, the, now the $10,000 is the distributor's, uh, license. And like I said, you put a thousand down and then you're required to make, let's say, uh, about two fifty a month. But if you don't meet that, you don't pay anything because I think you pay like $150 back on your, um, loan every month. But the, as I stated, the company does not even take your social security number because they're confident you're going to sell those products. You're going to sell those products because, these doctors, which are a group of, I think, 16 or 17 doctors uh, that are here and across the world, they have um, uh, hemp farms in which they're actually uh, growing their own uh, hemp. Uh, they're extracting their own CBD, and they're actually growing various strains in which they are targeting certain disease states in order to, of course, um, create a market uh, for CBD and uh, for different disease states. The, the doctors also, uh, probably around next year sometime, are also planning on uh, even incorporating uh, a telemed, uh, telemed uh, into the uh, distribution so that patients are able to call in or to consult with a, a provider uh, in the event that they would like to um, take CBD and they may have questions about uh, taking CBD with therapeutic medication. So... There's a lot of things that's going to be implemented with that. Of course, our products are also backed by NFL players. They're being endorsed by them. Um, and of course, I would prefer to endorse a product that is backed by doctors uh, because currently there's so many CBD vendors and CBD everything out there that doctors cannot afford to lose their license. So I would rather go with people who I know has to ensure that I get the best product and that I provide the best product to people who need it and want it. Um, simply because it has the efficacy and that they are the ones responsible for ensuring this and they're putting their license on the line for this, literally. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah. So just to let the audience know, there's a couple of steps in the um, mm -hmm. creation of CBD products. Firstly, the raw material needs to be cultivated and harvested. That's with the farmers. And we actually here in the U.S. have a a cooperative of black farmers who are growing mm. CBD and, or hemp, growing hemp rather. <laughs> and so we have an opportunity to buy black as well. Um, mm -hmm. But for example, if you plan on using industrial hemp to create your CBD products, you would either need to cultivate or purchase a large amount of the plant. And then from there, the CBD oil is extracted from the plant using a variety of methods. And again, you can do this yourself or you can outsource it to a company to process it and extract for you. Mm -hmm. So once you have extracted the CBD oil, it can be sold as a concentrate or used to infuse a variety of products like lotions and yeah, that's that's actually where the isolates um, come into play. Um, the isolates are very flexible, so uh, they make uh, for um, creating uh, homemade products. 
So that's that's the isolates is good in in that regard. Um, you know, full, full spectrum is or broad spectrum as they call it is like eating an apple. You know, you bite the apple and you get the entire nutrition. You know, uh, it depends on what it is that you want and what it is that your body calls for. But again, the uh, the compounds uh, that are in the isolates um, are are just that isolated, and so you do not get the full spectrum. And of course. If you want the full benefit of uh, CBD, then full spectrum is actually recommended because, again, that's why it's called full spectrum. And isolates means that they isolate um, certain parts of those compounds or molecules. So one is, is full spectrum, obviously, because it has all of those uh, main differences and the full um, multiple compounds that actually come with it. Awesome. Okay, so we talked about um, starting the business, and we are we're speaking about distributors now. Let's get into marketing. Um, what can you say, or what can we say legitimately in our marketing campaigns that it's within legal parameters? Well, you know, the interesting thing about it is that branding is very wide open for uh cbd it's you're pretty much branding your own things and then of course you have to market them so then you have to figure out well how am i going to market my cbd so i started looking at uh various ways that um that i could market so <laughs> starting off of course with facebook uh which was a big mistake uh simply because um uh anything that mentions cbd i mean i've been in facebook jail so many times i've been suspended so many times <laughs> Uh, because every time I post something, you know, I'm always posting articles so people can be aware of what's going on. They can have information. And the minute that I post a product, I'm suspended and I have to prove who I am and I have to go through all of these ridiculous things. So clearly Facebook is just not uh, CBD friendly. I wouldn't waste my time with them. And neither um, is Amazon or eBay. Yeah. And, and of course, they're not friendly because, of course, then you would be competing with so many products, you know. So um, so how do you you market it? Well, you know, the good thing about the product that, that I'm distributing is that it's marketed for me. And uh, it's marketed for me because the distributors that I distribute from, they're called Natural Leaf. And that is spelled for those who want to look it up. Uh, it's www.natraleafcbd.com. That's naturalleafcbd.com. And so uh, the good thing about it is these doctors... Um, obviously have to deliver on their product and they are creating more and more strains as, as research is, is being done. And once they do that and they release the product, um, you know, to from, it goes from to shelf, uh, then that product gets released to us. And then ultimately we distribute those products. Um, we have uh, ads that are going to be coming out shortly with, uh, you know, some of the NFL players who are endorsing the product uh, it works for them. So if it works for them, you certainly don't have to be an athlete to heal like one. Uh, but um, it, it, it's definitely showing that it has efficacy because not only are the doctors uh, providing this product, but athletes are endorsing it. And of course, there is a strict code of ethics when it comes to being an athlete. Um, now, uh, something else I wanted to tell you. Uh, what is it? Um, now, there is a, a thing called promo.com which allows you to create, uh, you know, promo products for your, your products. Uh, so you can basically take, uh, let's say, one of your products if you want to promo it, 
you can add music to it, and you can find platforms in which to promote. Instagram, I guess, Snapchat uh, is good, uh, pin it. Um, you just have to kind of search around because that's another area in which there are opportunities, opportunities in which people can create platforms for people to be able to market their CBD. Um, there is another platform that I do know about, uh, a company that um, I followed that brought me up to speed of where I am, and they're called uh, Minorities for Medical Marijuana. And uh, they're pretty big in the industry. They're very big advocates. They're a good uh, educational resource. Um, I uh, actually got with uh, Minorities for Medical Marijuana. I started to attend um, some of their events to basically educate myself on, uh, on the landscape. Um, and so I pretty much, um, I'm going to actually sign up as a member for, with them simply because their resources are so vast. I mean, they consist of lawyers, they consist of patients, and of course they have a platform in which you can advertise your product and network with others. So um, it's limited uh, in terms of marketing your brand. Uh, you can put decals on your car, you can tell it to your families and friends, uh, the minute that people in my neighborhood found out that um, I'm engaged, you know, in being a distributor, uh, I have a next door neighbor who came next door, uh, you know, and told me he was interested in purchasing the product. He had so many meds he's trying to to wean himself off of. And I didn't really have to do anything. Word of mouth um, just basically lent itself and people just started calling me because one thing for sure is that everyone knows somebody who is experiencing pain. Everybody knows somebody who has anxiety or PTSD or, you know, some form of illness that CBD would help them to um, manage. And while there are a lot of people out there who are looking at starting a CBD business, if you think about it like aspirin, I mean, there are probably thousands of aspirin companies maybe millions around the world, but it's a, because it's a product that people feel that they need that works. And so mm -hmm. the market allows for that many competitors. And the same thing with the CBD, mm -hmm. even more powerfully, I think. Um, I heard you say you can uh, have your own website. So that's mm -hmm. a great way or place for you to market. Brick and Martyr is good if you've already got a store just to add the CBD product. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 There's some people, I mean, I know a lot of people who have contacted me. I'm so excited for them. Like I know a friend of mine who <laughs> literally is firing her job and she makes the best, uh, you know, bath bombs and um, all types of homemade, uh, you know, things that she plans on marketing. Um, I don't want to put a lot of business, people's business out there because they got some really creative ideas out there and I don't want to throw it out there and somebody else snatches us up. But there are people that's coming up with some really creative ways. Um, people who already make candles or, uh, you know, bath and body soaps or bombs or things of that nature. This would be a great opportunity for them to capitalize on that. Uh, even oils, uh, people who may sell oils, even incense. Uh, there's a lot of opportunity in capitalizing off of already existing products. Um, of course, you know, they're edibles. Again, check with your state to see what is and, and what is not allowed. Um, but they're edibles that, again, that people are making uh, lotions, uh, soaps. It, everybody's getting really creative. And then outside of that, there is also a market in which you can take what your existing industry is and transition that. 
um, they're looking for, if, if you literally go on Indeed.com, you will see that there are jobs available. Uh, mm-hmm. There are also um, companies, you know, who are starting up security companies that needed to secure hemp and marijuana farms. Trucking um, companies. Yeah, yeah trucking companies. Transport. Exactly. Security Everything. companies who have to transport money from these places to whatever banks may take them because it's strictly cash. Right. Um, there, there are no electronic transactions going on. So security companies, a CBD security company is a wonderful thing at this time. I don't think you will not have business at all. Uh, it, it, it w- I'm sure it would be very lucrative. So there are a lot of places, even uh, hairdressers who um, have, you know, a lot of people are, probably trying to, you know, transition back to natural hair or things of that nature. Um, And I think that CBD, um, you know, products for hair and skin like we distribute would be helpful in creating a a revenue stream for um, the hairdressing, uh, for the hairdresser, as well as helping people to then, you know, take care of their hair. So there are a lot of different ways in which you can distribute your CBD. Um, There are uh, wellness facilities, you know, there are rehab facilities, there are, um, you know, a lot of, uh, I guess, organic, uh, uh, what is it, uh, supermarkets, mm-hmm. uh, people are distributing everywhere. I mean, I go into places, just walk around and, you know, just see what, you know, people are doing <clears throat> just for the heck of it. And um, and I'm just so, so amazed at how um, it is, we're so creative in uh, taking this new paradigm and and recreating uh, something that's even better. I just think that people need to take a look at um, give give CBD a chance. Uh, don't focus on the marijuana um, aspect of it because um, uh, you know that's a very small portion of it. Uh, medical marijuana is a very small portion of of this paradigm. The biggest paradigm at this point is actually CBD and hemp. Uh, and that's because we're fighting to get uh, marijuana off of Schedule 1C, which it shouldn't have been there in the first place. So unfortunately, it is. And uh, through hopefully, um, you know, uh, some forward thinking uh, people that we hope to elect for the next election, mm-hmm. this might make some changes. Um, another thing that uh, that I would think that as you you mentioned with the uh, marketing, starting your own marketing company would be a great thing because the marketing is so hard. So if there's people out there who already have their own marketing companies or, you know, who know how to market, then this would be a great place to help people like myself or other people who are trying to market their products um, to, to help them, you know, get into that space and utilize whatever strategies that you do for e-commerce uh, marketing, uh, you know, to help grow sales and that type of thing. Um, but, and then again, there's some people who purchase the products just for themselves or, and their families. Um, there is, uh, you know, people who, there is another person who came to me who uh, is actually a coach and uh, she wants to purchase the product for herself as well as the athletes that she coaches. So there's just a lot of different uh, synergy that you can find um, just in your everyday uh, person that you're talking to. Uh, and you and the opportunity to private label too. You can absolutely, precisely, and just add to your current product line or start your own product line. Um, yeah, product labeling. I would think. I mean, from what I've investigated, has uh, started probably let's say at about five thousand 
dollars is what I've seen is the lowest that I've seen. If you wanted to do your own white label and white label for those of you out there who are asking, it's primarily just creating your own label. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can do that. And of course, create your own products right in the kitchen. Uh, and of course there, you know, <laughs> that's even a, a, a little gray area. You're, you're definitely going to have to keep up on a lot of the, right. Right. uh, yeah, the regular regulatory, uh, compliances as we go through that, especially as it pertains to edibles and things of that nature. Um, that's still a great area because of course everybody wants to bring about product quality and in order to do that if you're making it in your kitchen you know there's some things to, to that you may want to think about for example there are certain types of um let's say uh strains that may cause uh certain certain types of allergic reactions you know like peanuts um so there when you're making uh, cosmetic products or things of that nature you may want to think about that or edibles um, so, you know, that makes for, you know, you're going to learn as you go along. I learned a lot of things as I started. It sounds very simple, but you'd be surprised how every little thing, um, you know, is very intricate because you're not sure where it's going and you're just really taking a chance until they come up with the next, uh, you know, law or the next, um, regulatory process. And then, you know, so you're just kind of just feeling your way in the dark. I, I utilize um, uh, some other government, uh, well, they're not government. I would say that they are pro-marijuana, uh, and they're called Safe Access for Americans, and they're a very good um, resource also for uh, learning about uh, marijuana, CBD, hemp, uh, learning about the business, learning about the legal side of it. Um, What's your name? And, uh, Safe Access. Safe access. Okay. Let me uh, look that up real quick. Yeah, we can post uh, the website so that people can know where to go to to keep up to date with the regulatory status. Um, So we did talk about the benefits of of CBD. We talked about some of the challenges. You mentioned Mm -hmm. banking and the access to reliable banking uh, because of the regulatory landscape. And then... I saw that insurance can also be an issue. Finding affordable insurance for a CBD business is another major challenge because the prices are still high, despite the fact that the hemp industry has been made legal. And that goes back to the stigma, which you were mentioning earlier. Um, I think you mentioned payment processing as well. Mm -hmm. um, Those fees are really high for the CBD industry. Visa recently cut off all of their CBD business, and so now we have MasterCard and Discover who are accepting payments. And then we're looking at funding, um, access to capital. The banks and other lenders are still leery to fund CBD companies because, as you mentioned, they're viewing the industry as too risky and, as we've said many times, without the clear regulatory requirements. So just, you know, some caution as you move forward that you have to stay on top of what the current regulations are. All right. So you don't get caught up in um, not following the right trend and ensuring that your business is in, a, in alignment with the law. Yeah. Um, you know, the funny thing about it is I got a call from the um, 
the IRS the other day because they wanted to know if I made any money. So it's funny that we have this this um, stigma around uh, selling it, but yet the government is poised and ready to collect um, <laughs> on and and you know to collect on it yeah. um, because they know that it's, this is going to be a, a very um, a very big industry and people are going to make uh, lucrative money off of it. I mean, there's really so many things that you can do. It's not just about CBD. I mean, you can sell lights, uh, you know, because remember that even though marijuana may not be legal everywhere for those places that it is legal, people uh, or patients, uh, citizens, whatever you may call them, uh, have been granted the ability to grow a certain amount of marijuana. So there are things out there that people are going to need to buy. Bud gloves, lights uh, are things that, you know, you're, they're, they're going to need to be supplied with. So it's not just CBD. You can sell CBD, but you can sell other things that people are going to need. Um, you, for example, another thing may be, um, let's say, uh, containers for to, that for your uh, your pharmaceutical um, that you put your pharmaceutical drugs in. Well, they have a standard for medical marijuana in a container that it should be in, and so and it has to be childproof, um, and you know has all these requirements. So you can sell other things that are congruent to the whole process. You don't just have to sell CBD. You can sell all types of things. There are people selling clothing, makeup, all kinds of things. Yeah. So, so it's not restricted to that. Let's open the line for question. If you have a question, uh, you can unmute your phone. Okay, so here's a, a question. It says, thank you for sharing such great information, mm -hmm. Allison. Can you speak to You're how welcome. to invest in stocks in the CBD industry? Is that viable at this time? Um, yeah, I think it's it's viable uh, at this time because you're coming on coming in on the ground um, where we're everybody everything is starting anew. Um, I personally don't know any stocks other than Motley Fool is who I follow because um, <laughs> yeah, I follow Motley Fool. They're very informative, mm -hmm. and I what I do this is this is how I'm 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 looking at things. So I, hopefully this will help you. Um, there's certain things that I know for a fact that we're going to need until the day that we're no longer here. And, um, and so in terms of investing, I would think hemp would be one of them. Um, because hemp is, uh, it's like, um, what is it? Full spectrum CBD. I mean, you can't go wrong with hemp. Uh, there is, um, what was that magazine called? They were actually selling stocks. Uh, and they're the first, um, in, pretty much has set the ground floor for marijuana. What are they called? I don't know if somebody out there knows them. I actually turned a few people on to them, but um, High Times. High Times Magazine still is selling stocks. I would actually buy stock in them because they've been around a long time. Uh, they're actually the cannabis brand of, of all brands because they were talking about marijuana long before anybody was. And now that we've moved into this paradigm, um, they've expanded on it. So they're actually selling stock and I would highly recommend um, getting in on, on, on that. Um, I would also look for um, any type of companies that are going to be uh, investing into 
kind of ironic, but uh, pharmaceutical pharmaceutical uh, cannabis products. Um, you have uh, what they call cannapharmas out there uh, that are creating um, various types of uh, marijuana and CBD products under the pharmaceutical, I guess, brand you could call it. So I would definitely look to invest in that type of thing. Um, I think just to add to that, you know, I think that mm -hmm. our street pharmacists who are into cannabis should definitely look into how they can become legit, get the proper license. Exactly. Yeah. And, if and Bitcoin, Bitcoin is another one um, that's actually uh, emerging, too. So that's, um, you know, I'm sure. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Bitcoin is another area. So, you know, industrial hemp, definitely uh, Motley Fool. They uh, always have their uh, picks of uh, pot stock and, and CBD. And I would definitely go with them. Um, I would follow them. I, I think they're a very reputable uh, company that provides uh, valuable information. So if you're looking for that type of thing, then I would actually highly uh, recommend them. To follow yeah, they them. recommended Charlotte's Web. I actually Charlotte's Web too. Exactly. Some of their stuff recently. Exactly. Charlotte's Web is actually a good one. So, um, you know, people just have to kind of just keep their eye on the uh, lo the long term, and uh, just look for diversified uh, investments. Um, you know, because as the government regulations change, uh, then you might you're going to be able to diversify. Um, your investment as as that changes. So just basically sit on the sidelines and wait to see what is coming down the pipeline. I'm sure with elections coming, uh, there's going to be a lot of, um, you know, advocacy on, in terms of that. So uh, I would look at that because that's going to drive a lot of, um, of where we're going, you know, because of course it's sweeping all across North America. You know, so many states are going legal. Uh, CBD um, is proven and it's still you know, being researched, but it has been proven right now to, to help so many people in so many different ways. And, um, you know, it's, it's a very viable business. It's a very viable business, but there are a lot of different things to look at. There's a lot of different things to invest in. There's so much information out there. Um, again, that website that I was giving you was uh, actually Americans for Safe Access. By the way, I just actually pulled it up. But okay. um, um, put it in the chat room, please, Allison. Yeah, I will in a minute. Let me just uh, look at some other things here that I may want to share. But um, yeah, it's a, it's a great industry. And the thing about it is that it sells itself. You don't have to go around. It's not like I have people coming to me. It's not like I have to go to someone and say, hey, do you need CBD? The minute that they even know that I have CBD, they're on my phone, they're in my emails, they're knocking at my door. So it's not a hard sell at all. Um, this is, you know, this is not just something you're selling. That's just going to be, you know, just part of a trend and it's going to fall off. This is something that it is integrated and interwoven into our everyday lives. It, it's, it's whether it's your health or well-being, whether it's, you know, to make money, regardless of what it's for, it's, it's a part of our lives and will be, and it's going to become more a part of our lives if we, uh, start to look at healthcare and where we're going with that. Uh, right now, I don't know, this is a whole nother conversation, but they uh, are implementing what's called propensity to pay. Uh, again, like I said, that's a whole nother conversation because I think that people are um, uh, kind of lulled to sleep and thinking that having a job and having insurance, you know, is, um, you know, is assurance 
And it's not, uh, you know, I'm beginning to see a lot of things just in healthcare in which just even having my own insurance, you know, if you get sick and you have insurance, but then that insurance no longer covers the medication that you need, but you have insurance, okay, does not provide any assurance whatsoever. Uh, this propensity to pay that's being implemented into healthcare um, is going to be very, uh, very diresome uh, when it comes to going into getting care with or without insurance. Um, and I'm going to save that for another conversation because it is so deep and so technical that people need to know um, what to expect when it comes to, to getting care and how that's going to impact us. But nonetheless, the propensity to pay that's, that's being implemented in healthcare and a lot of other things that's coming down the pipeline will make you have to look at, at CBD. You're going to either look at a way that you're going to use it, you're going to look at a way that you're going to sell it, um, or invest in it. So uh, regardless of how you take care of your family. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So, um, and then, you know, of course there are negative press that comes with it. You know, uh, the minute that CBD comes around, it's like, okay, it's not safe for you. Well, you know, it's been safe for hundreds of thousands of years. The Egyptians used, um, you know, uh, marijuana and, and CBD extracts for all types of things from makeups to, um, to even curing uh, uh, vaginal ailments. Um, you know, people just need to do their homework and realize that it's been around. Um, you know, we've been told that the sun isn't good for us, but until I see the trees dying, I think I'm going to, you know, just stay out in the sun. Um, and we have an endocannabinoid system in our bodies. Your exactly. So that's been there before you uh, manifested as a human. It was there while you were developing. Unfortunately, you know, we were taught about a lot of other types of systems, our digestive systems, our immune system, our uh, all other types of systems, but never our respiratory system, but nothing about an endocannabinoid system. And so that's why it sounds so new to people. Like, what is this system? How comes I never heard of it? Well, you never heard of it probably because there's so many benefits in the plants around us that uh, actually help to heal us. And um, that's basically what we're doing is we're just using plant medicine. We're just taking the extract from the plants that bind to our neurotransmitters and they know exactly what to heal. We're using plant medicine. This, and, and, and in actuality, even in the pharmaceutical uh, medicines that we are utilizing are still some of those same compounds and molecules from other plants that's healing us. So this is really nothing new. Right. Most plants have a higher vibration than the human body does. For example, cannabis vibrates at 32 hertz and the human body vibrates between 5 to 10 hertz. Mm -hmm. And it's the heart that vibrates the highest, actually. And but the, But the difference is that if you take CBD, no matter what the vibration is, there will be no physiological change. Um, so if you smoke a joint or you absorb some form of THC, then there's going to be physiological changes in your body. Your temperature may go up, your blood pressure, your heart starts to race, things of that nature. Um, uh, however, in this case, there, there are no physiological changes whatsoever. And that's amazing that there are no physiological changes in the body. However, there are internal changes that are taking place as those, uh, um, as those molecules start to bind to those receptors. Healing, yes. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So we've reached our one-hour mark. Uh, mm -hmm. want to thank everyone uh, for joining the call today. And Allison, if there's any last words that you want to leave us with, feel free to do so now. 
Yeah, so, um, you know, I just wanted to come out here and talk to folks because a lot of people had been, you know, hitting up my Facebook, messaging me. How can I start a business? How can I start a business? How can I start a business? And so I just thought it would be productive just to have a conversation um, around that um, to everyone instead of trying to call 30 or 40 people to tell them the same thing. Um, so, you know, again, a couple things for the road. Um, one thing is uh, make sure that you do your homework. Uh, make sure that whoever you want to uh, invest um, in, whether from a distributor perspective or from a dropshipper, that you research the company, see what they're doing now, and see what they're going to be doing later on um, in the next five years. See what you know, what they're projecting um, in terms of uh, their growth and in, in terms of their products. There are some people that may sell uh, just um, animal products. There are some people that only sell edibles. There are some that may sell a range of products, um, ranging from pet products to to skin, to hair, to anything. So there's some that, uh, let's say you may uh, make a good soap and you may be looking for uh, a company to distribute it. Um, there are distributors out there in which you can make your own products. Make sure to do your homework in terms of any types of contracts that you may need to sign. Um, and, you know, that type of thing. Uh, the good thing about drop shipping that I like is that um, there, I don't like the commission standpoint. I like to make my money up front. Um, I, don't, I don't like to wait around and I don't like anyone promising me things. So the good thing about drop shipping is, is choose a drop, ship, drop shipper that actually splits the profit um, with you, not just gives you a 10%. Uh, our distributors, uh, Naturalief, uh, gives you half of the profit. As I stated, it's $1,000 to come in. It's $10,000 for a license. Um, and uh, your social security number is not collected. They are confident in that you're going to sell these products. Um, so again, do your homework. Make sure that you're licensed. Make sure you have your business license. I know a lot of people that do things and they have not a license. near the first. Not a business license or anything. Please get a business license. Uh, in terms of... Um, let's say getting insurance for your business, you might want to term your business as a wellness, uh, wellness and health business uh, more so than anything else. So that way it's easy for you to be able to get uh, insurance if need be. Um, so uh, put it on the, the, the wellness uh, because it is anyway, it is part of wellness, but it is much more respected when it is termed wellness as opposed to CBD or anything else. Because again, we need to get that stigma out of our heads um, that, that comes with marijuana. Um, uh, make sure that if you are choosing a, uh, if you're going to do it yourself and get and do your own website, um, you want to make sure that you're not choosing a uh, website that's not going to be CBD friendly. I've actually seen people who have created websites, wasted their money, you know, because again, it's, you know, um, you know, you know it, it's like you, you try and failure back and forth. Uh, and some of these um, vendors are not accepting that. So Vistaprint uh, is one of the ones I recommend. Um, there are some others out there. Shopify, uh, they said that they were moving to that. I don't know if they've actually made it there yet, but it seems that they were, um, that they had that in, in the mix. So uh, GoDaddy uh, is, is one that actually is CBD friendly. So make sure that you know your platforms before you actually start so you don't waste money 
creating a website and then finding out that you can't even sell the product that you are creating the website for. So find that out ahead of time. Um, in terms of, um, uh, let me see, someone I need to ask a question here. Um, yeah, you're welcome. Okay, so someone said that Shop Shopify isn't yet. Okay, so they isn't yet, but they actually did send something out saying that they were moving towards that. So um, GoDaddy, Vistaprint um, are the ones that I know of, and uh, that's what you need to use. Uh, Vistaprint is very friendly for me because it actually not only gives you the ability to create your uh, CBD products, but it also gives you the ability to create your own blog. Uh, the problem, one problem that I think, though, is that it integrates with Facebook, which is actually not a very friendly platform, but it also has the ability to integrate with Twitter. And um, I'm not sure. I think Instagram is coming up on, the, on their list. So they're getting up to speed on that. So it's, it's a slow roll. I mean, if folks out there who are technical and want to create platforms in which people can actually, you know, advertise their things, that would be <laughs> like you know, that would be a great feat because um, I don't know if you guys out there know Boyce Watkins, you know, he, uh, you know, pretty much does his forum on financials and uh, financial education, but he created a platform called Black Enough. And uh, because uh, he was getting suspended from Facebook and other places based on the, the, in, the information that he was sharing. So uh, if that's something that I think that we need to do is create uh, these platforms where we can uh, actually showcase our our products and um, and branding again is another big area if you get some folks out there who are good at artwork and uh, good at designing um, you know graphic arts that type of thing that's very big and I mean humongous They're everybody that's uh, coming into CBD needs graphic artists everybody you're gonna have to advertise you're gonna need a graphic artist so uh, if you're out there and you're unemployed, you might want to start looking in the CBD world and taking your talents over there because it's a new paradigm. And there are a lot of people that's looking for graphic artists. They're looking for all various types of people who fit into this uh, new paradigm. Yeah, anything, uh, occupation that it takes to do almost any other type of work we're going to need in this CBD world. Yeah, and you know what? I want to tell people also, there is actually um, a school that I attended online um, called, um, <laughs> okay, CTU, Cannabis Training University. Uh, it's $199, um, and sorry, just sending this out. It's $199, and you actually get uh, certified on 10 uh, different areas uh, of, you know, uh, the actual course and uh once you get certified you know and the certification is is great i mean it is such an extensive course that takes you through uh hemp cbd marijuana from seed to shelf um you know making the product the whole uh extraction process uh cooking um you know starting your business uh i think that would i would highly recommend that as a matter of fact i'm going to put that up here um, on your chat, and that's called uh, cannabis sure training. You, make sure you make it to everyone. Okay, sorry. Okay, yeah. To everyone. Sure. Okay. And um, yeah, it's not allowing me to do that. It's only allowing me to send it privately. Let me okay. do this. I'll, I will paste it then. 
Yeah, just copy and paste it for me. Yeah, it's not giving me that option at all. So everyone take a look in the chat and you'll find the, uh, the email of her company. You'll find the cannabis, the name of the Cannabis Training University. There's mm -hmm. a link to the Cannabis Plan. Yeah, so Cannabis Plan, uh, yeah, Cannabis Plan is actually um, my company. Uh, Natural Leaf CBD is the company in which I distribute for. Um, as I stated, it's a group of doctors who uh, started uh, their line of uh, CBD, which they, they own hemp farms, and they are creating their own strains of, uh, you know, CBD to target disease state. And uh, so uh, they um, have endorsed the product, uh, the products, and uh, so has the uh, athletes from the NFL who uh, have been, because they're actually doctors who are treating athletes, and this is how it came to be that they were treating uh, athletes from the NFL and have then expanded that product uh, to the public. Um, so again, give you that. And then Cannabis Training University or what's called CTU University. Uh, it's $199 for uh, the course. You can finish it within your own time. It's strictly online. Uh, if you want to learn how to make your own uh, products at home and sell your own things, that would definitely be a great course to take. Um, let me see anything else. Uh, let me put something else in. Hold on. One minute. Sorry, guys. Thank you for all of the information that you've shared with us. Uh, oh, yeah. And, you know, uh, I'll definitely, you know, keep you updated. Uh, we've been actually working on creating a cannabis show here in Atlanta area. So that, of course, stemmed off of this healthcare thing. So we're going to integrate that. And I actually just had a conversation today um, with a network here that we're going to be working to, to produce that. So we're also going to be looking for producers. We're going to be looking for people. You know, as I stated, this is a whole new paradigm. And so it's going to take a lot of uh, creativity to, um, you know, and, and people with all kinds of talents to, to get in and, and get this thing going. So, you know, if you know people who are looking to start a business, there's some work from home moms, you know, if you've got, you've got time in your hands and you want to create something, make some extra income, that's a good way to make income. If you want to help people, if you want to, you know, whatever it is that you want to do, this is the time to do it. I think we're underrepresented and I think we need to go back and take a look again and educate ourselves on, on what this business is all about. And, um, you know, and go from there. And if, if and if even if you don't want to invest in it, it's definitely good for just to know that you can have it um, as a backup in the event that you may not have pain medication or you have no alternative to relieve some of the symptoms you have. That's it's good to know that that is a backup. Mm -hmm. And the recording from today's show will be posted once it's edited uh, on the CIS site www.sistersinspirit dot net and um, if you have any questions or comments feel free to leave your questions and comments on the site as well you you would need yeah absolutely to just sign up um and then we'll share those comments with allison yeah so you know everybody that's out there knows how to reach me on facebook you know sarah dash allison green i'm out there just hit me up um of course i i would say you could reach out to me on the facebook cannabis plan but uh um, that will come down eventually, and I'll eventually move that to another platform. So, yeah, definitely reach out to me if you like. 
reach out to me on my website, www.cannabisplan.com. Or you can also email me at allison at cannabisplan. That's allison with one L A L I S O N at cannabisplan.com. I can be reached. And we can further this conversation. Uh, uh, I really appreciate you, uh, Darlene, bringing me in, having this conversation. Um, eventually, we'll start having some uh, presentations on very specific areas on uh, this business uh, as it pertains to the, the products. So, you know, just stay tuned for that for right now. We're just having a little chat, and uh, hopefully, hopefully it served as some good information to those of you who are seeking to start a business. They can sign up at your site, cannabisplant.com. Um, they can actually, um, for uh, distributorship or uh, just for additional information. Yeah, so for yeah, so for additional information, if you go on our site, you'll see a email info at cannabisplant.com, or you can just email me directly at allison at cannabisplant.com. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, and, and as I said, we'll share information on the CIS site as well. And when you go to the CIS site, you can also see about our upcoming events, including other discussions where we're sharing knowledge that empowers. One of our focuses this year will be on starting businesses and ensuring that we have the income that we need to have to sustain ourselves as we start to see this society as we know it begin to deteriorate. And also, you can purchase the CIS 2020 calendar at the site in the marketplace so that you can have an inspiration that we will be needing to help us through the the transformation and restructuring that we'll be seeing in 2020. Thank you all for joining. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you, Dr. Green, for... (laughs) Take care. (laughs) You're welcome, love. Have a good night. You too. Bye-bye.